Good morning, good morning. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Good morning. <laughs> morning, Grifter. You like the jumper? I think you look a bit like the child catcher in it, actually. <laughs> I didn't want to put the hood up. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to House of Property. It's lovely to see you all. Um, it's the week before Christmas Eve Eve. I'm so excited. Um, I was supposed to be with you this week, Grifter. I was coming down yeah. to see you. I was going to meet your team. We were going to have a party, hop Christmas party. Um, but COVID put pay to that. And we thought it would be sensible not to become super spreaders going up and down the country, but to yeah. delay it until the new year. But how the devil are you, my darling? I, I'm a bit tired, actually. I'm a bit canacaradoed. It's just full on still. And, um, and whilst we can officially say it, Christmas is next week, I just there seems to be so much to do before we actually get to that big day, really. So it's full on. Um, it's relentless still. And I'm, I just feel a bit Ugh, a bit tired, really. And I haven't had my booster jab, but you have, haven't you? Yeah, I took the week off, so I feel a bit more lively. And um, and have my booster jab, which is good. So I feel uh, the NHS are blooming brilliant, aren't they? Yeah. Absolutely yeah. blooming brilliant. I tell you what, you know, yeah. how to organise something um, so quickly, um, just after when Boris does his little video after Strictly on a Sunday night. They are blooming awesome. If you want to look out to run a business... There's areas that are struggling, but on that um, booster jab, my goodness, they are very, very good. But you had not, I'm not surprised you've been busy, Grifter, because you've been doing your 127 day <laughs> countdown to Christmas, or whatever it is, where you've been interviewing any way for Australian Ashburton. Um, oh, what's been going on with you? No, I tell you what, there have been some brilliant, brilliant, brilliant people on there. Um, I'm slightly disappointed that I haven't won the butchers. Um, free range chicken and sausages but really really good um so tell us about your days of christmas because it's been brilliant i've really enjoyed it so it's all about supporting local and the community obviously um and so i picked 12 local businesses um between my three offices um and actually that's grown because there were so many people that wanted to take part in it and i had disappointed people too going i want to take part and i was like it's meant to be 12 days of christmas it's been 15 days of christmas and i really can't film anymore because i'm so shattered and i think it's been absolutely brilliant and the the likes the comments the shares have all been absolutely like through the roof off the scale and and this time i tried to pick six new businesses and six businesses that um we'd we had before but actually it was like nine new businesses which was great and and everyone wants to take part and so it's just about doing an unscripted video loads of people like i've said before really shy to get in front of the of the camera but it, it's been absolutely awesome so really showcasing little tiny um startups that haven't been going very long so like um, such as which business? What kind of business? Um, so such as a florist who's just started up um, the ice cream parlor, who've only been going a year. Yeah, and I actually I've eaten ice cream in December live on camera. So that was and it was just blinking awesome. Passion fruit and chocolate. Oh my god, that is an excellent combo. Let me tell you that. But it's just been about yeah, I stick a Christmas hat on and make a bit of an idiot of myself. But it's all about going. Do you know what? It's let's get the the likes out there. Let's get the shares. And at the end of it, if someone's watched the video, and it might be two minutes, it might be five minutes, depending on how long we're really silly on camera for. Um, and you win something at the end if you're if you're picked on our auto picker. So it's really good. And we go live and 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 pick the pick the winner. And it's been it's been brilliant. But on the thirtieth of November, yeah, that was the Monday. I rocked into work. 
and I had one person filmed. That was all. So it was like the enormity of what I'd actually got to do and then my day-to-day job and, and all of that. So actually, it's been really quite challenging. So I've been zooming all over the Southwest with my camera um, and, and my new whizzy bit of kit, which I want to show you. So you know how I like my techie things. Um, and and it's expensive sometimes to, to do this, but it's just bloody do it kind of thing. So this is a Bluetooth, and I'm holding this up for anyone who can't see who's just listening to us. Um, it's a Bluetooth um, wireless speaker. So one end goes into the end of your phone, which is then put onto a tripod. Um, so it's got a flash um, sort of connector. And then you clip the other one onto your lapel and you can walk all the way around, go miles away from your camera. And this sound is still absolutely exceptional. And it's got a nice little muffly thing on the top. So for instance, when I was filming in the Christmas tree field, um, where whilst it was blue sky, it was absolutely windy as hell. Um, it actually got rid of all that muffle. So the quality of the sound is really good, even though it's quite a rough and raw kind of video. But I've tried to explain, because lots of people go, why should I take part? What, it's, it's, it's all you. It's you promoting your estate agency. So this is what I've done. And it's not me promoting my estate agency. There's only a little bit of that. Um, um, but it's just giving people the confidence to go in front of the camera. And it's to get out there on Facebook and Instagram. So what myself and my team have done this time is to actually quantify the fact that they're giving away quite valuable presents, you know, quite valuable prizes. So we've actually checked back in November, everyone who was going to take part of what likes they've got on their Facebook page and their Instagram pages. And then we have put together a schedule um, to see where their likes have, have come to try and show them that actually giving away a month's worth of ice cream yeah has been more than worth it because you've got another 350 likes on your facebook page and that is what it's about brilliant love it so one top tip if, if another agent who's watching this was going to do that next year what would be your one top tip Oh, so I've got a task sheet if you want me to share it, but just get it prepped in advance. Get it done, filmed and recorded in November. It doesn't feel quite the same because you've got to put a Christmas hat on or a sequin top, which I quite like getting dressed up anyway. But um, and but get it all scheduled and prepped, ready to go in November. And then you can sit back knowing that at seven o'clock for the first 12 days of December, your post is scheduled. It goes live. It's all automated. Use those digital systems to, to make your social come alive. Excellent. Love that. That's really good. And at the same time, at Hop, we've been sharing out on social media our Advent tip of the day, bit of motivation, bit of fun um, that's been really well received, which I really like. So if you've not seen those, they're on Facebook, they're on um, LinkedIn. And it's just little tips and advice and just motivational thoughts of the day, um, which I really like. They've been really good as well. So we've had lots of really good feedback on those but it's this time of the year and you were saying this earlier on um in the week when we were chatting that you keep having stuff thrown down your throat um and about goal setting for next year and mm. is it too late to be goal setting for next year no it's never too late is it it's never too late you can start and again we've touched on this in a previous podcast you can start on the 1st of january you can start on the 1st of february you can start on the 5th of february as long as you put down your thoughts on paper somewhere so you can commit to it. But actually, I think personally, just doing a random, just, just a random thing then, Martin, great. Yeah. Just keep <laughs> so going. I always like at this time of year, just to make a note and see, do you know how far 
I've come personally and how far my business has come. Because I always think it's important because we end up beating ourselves up. You have that, the little mind monkeys that go, well, you're not quite good enough. Or you can't do that. Don't be silly. You're not big enough to do that. And you've just got to go, actually, do you know, I've done all these things this year. And, and we've won this business. And we've taken on this staff. And we've expanded here. And we've pushed into higher value homes. Or whatever it is that you've done that's a little bit different. Um, and I think it's really good to review. Wouldn't you agree? I do 100%. And I know one of the things that you and I do, and you do it in a far more modern way than I do, is to keep a notebook or a journal or have something with you all the time. Mine's like this. Um, yours will be some piece Mine's of technology which I got remarkable that will cost you £800 or something. Um, Best the, £800 ever. Ever. Um, but I think this is really important. And I was list two things I was reading this week um, or listening to this week. Uh, Richard Branson keeps a, um, a journal, a diary, a notebook with him at every single moment of his day. Because when he gets an idea or a note or something he has to do, he writes it down. And he talked uh, talk about a story where he was on a plane and he'd forgotten his notebook. And literally he was so desperate to write this down because it was such a habit for him that he wrote the note at the top of his passport um, to make sure that he didn't forget about it. Um, and also then I was listening to David Williams, the comedian, Oh, he said with all the TV programs that he does, all the books that he writes, he is an ideas person. He's a creative person and he needs to get people look to him for ideas and creativity. And he has lots of ideas. He's very fortunate. He's a creative chap. But how many times do you have an idea and then five minutes later you forget it? And so he walks around constantly with a notebook so that he writes the ideas down. And when he goes, when he's struggling for any particular content or an idea within a book, he sits in his writing shed and gets his journal back out. And it might say something like 27 octopus legs. Um, but that will remind him of the idea that mm -hmm. he had about 27 octopus legs and then start to build on that idea. And I thought, what a great reminder um, of just living in the moment mm -hmm. and having a notebook and having something that you can refer back to. Because we're busy people, as we've said, yeah. you in yeah. particular. Um, but it's been busy, busy people. And it's good <laughs> and it's important to write things down. And, and I would reiterate that because I think that having this journal um, is something I've done some training recently um, that on the market have given to all those people that have been paying. So original gold founder members, we've actually got something back tangible from on the market. So thank you for that. And that's some Peter Knight training, which is leadership excellence um, series. So shout out to Jason Teb um, and Peter Knight for that. And Peter basically says that the encourage sort of start and end of the day rituals. And this is to be recorded in your journal. And you should have your journal with you at all times of the day. And he says that you should start off with a kind of an uplifting quote, a bit like the motivation, the advent, what we've been doing. Um, and, and that's something that gets you kind of fired up and actually tuned into the day. Um, and you have that with you at all times. And you write down, um, you've got you set out your weekly, your daily plans, you record your daily reviews, you note your actions, and you feel like you would be completely lost without it which is why you have to have it with you at all times. And I, I think that's awesome. I have loads of notebooks. I love a bit of stationery. Um, and I think workbooks and planners um, for the year are really, really good. It just keeps you tuned back in. And, and when you go off and go, oh, bright, shiny things, some new prop tech over there, you just pull yourself back in and go, whoa there. You, does it sell houses? Dish, Dish. does it, does sell, it houses? sell houses? Um, one of the mo more motivational people um, that are out there in our industry, which aren't on our podcast, 
Um, is a chap. <laughs> See what you did there. See what yeah, you did, did there. there. Um, is a chap called Josh Vegan, who is mm. particularly well known. Um, and I know that you were digging out some stuff from Josh Vegan, who does quite motivational, makes you think just slightly differently uh, about things that we talk about all day, every day. Um, yeah. And there was some really good stuff that you were quoting to me from Josh. Do you yeah. want to mention it? Yes, Do you remember it? He talks about just, it's kind of like a bit thinking outside the box. But again, it's back to what we talked on about, look at how far you've come. So he basically sort of says, to, this is what he does. So he says, I don't sell a house. I maximise the price. I reduce the risk. I make it easy. I give peace of mind to my clients and I provide expert advice. I create competitive environments. I progress my clients' plans. I help the future happen. And I give my clients the greatest luxury of all, time. And that's an epic. I I just love that. Okay, so that's quite interesting. It's just, I mean, that's all very nice and beautifully written. Well done, Josh. Um, but let's just break that down into a little bit of our day-to-day -day jobs and what actually yeah. people want. But you think about it, that's quite the basics, isn't it? You know, people want communication. People want you. Um, I talk a lot with my teams about how you spend a huge amount of time farming, building relationships, talking to people, um, building relationships with applicants, building relationships with potential um, vendors, looking after yeah. vendors during the time that they're with you, looking after vendors after they've been working with you. Um, but how many times do you spend all this time investing to get the business and then they become a vendor and then it goes from being about you to you just start communicating on email because mm -hmm. you're a bit busy. I'm trying to make relationships with these new people and it just becomes email and i think people hate that it's all yeah. about me mail not email um yeah. people are bought into you as a person doesn't matter what brand you're working for they're bought into you as a person um and if you turn around and cheapen that relationship by getting the business and then right i'm on to the next thing it's really poor so when josh is talking about making dreams come true and giving people mm. time etc He's staying with them, isn't it? And that's a big difference between the mentality sometimes uh, because of the fees and the way that the, the industry is set up, but in some other parts of the world where they get you as the agent yeah. rather than as that has to be a bit more of a numbers game. And you can't, you can't forget that they're buying into you and what actually a customer wants from you as an estate agent is you. And yeah. you know, as a friend of ours always says, it's... Um, we're a people industry. The house just happens to be the commodity yeah. or the topic of conversation. And so when they buy into you and they buy into you as an individual, you've got to stick with them. And I think that's what Josh is saying. And I think that's really important. If I learned nothing else for next year, that would be what I'd talk about. Yeah, I, I absolutely echo that because, again, we have our, our CRM systems and it's all digital and we're all about the prop tech and about saving time. And actually, oh, we've done a viewing. Quick, let's do an email with the feedback. But actually, just stop. Pick up the phone, yeah. communicate. That's what people, that's what people, we're actually developing, that's what clients are. We're actually developing and, and it should be rolled out shortly. I should be finished shortly with, with my team. We went out for our um, our team lunch last week, which obviously was a whole team afternoon. Um, and um, and we all got really fired up. There wasn't a huge amount of, no, well, there's a little bit of alcohol, but kind of but it gets the kind of like your, your juices flowing and, and people just starting some ideas. And we had a really good, it was like, quick, quick, make a note. Obviously we didn't have a notebook with us, but we had a phone with us. Um, so we were able to put down some ideas that we were doing. And one of those was exactly that on communication that actually we should have a sheet that we, when we're doing a take on, that we say to the client, how do you want to be communicated with? Because 
I know it's lovely to pick up the phone, but not everyone has. It's like, I'm just getting into a meeting, Katie, please, can, you know. And it's like, actually, do you know what? Do you want to be texted? Do you want to be WhatsApped? Do you want us to email or shall we pick up the phone? Actually, what's the best time that I can catch in? Is it Friday at six o'clock or is it Monday at 12? And actually just have a little checklist. So, checklist. so at the beginning, you're saying, this is how we're going to communicate with you. And this is what we're going to do. Is that okay? So at the outset, you're covering off all those points that as we know can sometimes be an issue with a with a vendor who turns around and says well you emailed me you didn't pick up the phone ah oh, but do you remember when we took we we looked and we said this is the time that we were going to do catch-ups and you do that and you diarose 12 o'clock every Monday you catch up with Mrs Smith um you know with that landlord or landlady and you just go that is what we're doing that is our commitment to you and this is a back about using digital systems but combined with a human touch yeah because, I mean, you've got speedy fingers, so you can type an email a bit quicker than I can. Um, but just picking up the phone, doing a quick video, leaving a voice note on WhatsApp um, is sometimes a little bit more personal than just popping out the email. Yeah, I would say. I like that. I would say. I would so say. it's back to the we and the me, which is what we talked about with Mary Portis last week, wasn't it? Who mm -hmm. is my new amazing, amazing lady. And I am listening. I'm holding this up because I'm having some issues with my green screen today. But th this Mary Portis' book has come through and, um, and, and the sort of rebuild, it's called. And it says, since the pandemic, many businesses have gone under, but some are positively buoyant despite the odds being stacked against them. Why is that? This is a vital guide on how we reset post-pandemic and build back better. And I've bought this in paper copy because I want to highlight a load of stuff, but I'm also listening to it on Audible. And I must say, it is absolutely off the scale. It's absolutely brilliant. I am absolutely loving it. It's so, so good. So I just recommend, I just, I was blown away by this lady, as we know, in last week's podcast. Um, and you it's just that. awesome. I just really, really enjoy that. You loved it. So there's some really interesting stats come out on uh, Property Industry Eye that I'd like to just talk about for a second in terms of the best or the, the strongest selling areas, strongest buying areas yeah. and how stock has performed. And when they've talked about the strongest selling areas, it's what percentage of the stock has sold um, within the I presume it's the last 12 months. But what percentage of the stock is available compared to being under offer or sold subject to contract? And your area has performed particularly well down in the mm. um, southwest and Bristol and Dartmoor and Dartmouth and all that has done very, very well down where you are. No wonder you've been busy um, mm. and look a little bit tired. Um, but, <laughs> but, but but there was a, I thought there was a more interesting part as you started to scroll down that article that talked about price brackets and pricing areas. And it talked about properties under half a million pounds between 71 and 76%. So three quarters of all the stock beneath £500,000 has sold. Um, whereas there's only now a quarter of the stock available. So that area has really become a pinch point. You go further up the market, around a million pounds, and it's more like 50-50. So A, it just shows you what an impact the stamp duty has had. B, what an important area of the market that is. Mm. Um, and it's just fascinating. And it's really interesting to see where stock's going to go over the next quarter, the first quarter of, of 2022, because... The indications are at this moment in time, the market is continuing. People are still wanting to move. Um, the Christmas slowdown hasn't happened. It will be interesting to see when we come back in the new year um, exactly how Christmas has performed. But for me, and looking and talking to some other agents last week, October was slightly stronger than September. November was slightly stronger than October. Um, and so it's make hay while the sun shines. I remember at the turn of this year, you turned around and said, 
is this as good as it gets, Martin? You said in January, is this as good as it gets? And holy smoke, it got better. Um, <laughs> but this is good, you know. You've got to think outside the box. You've got to be realising that stock is your biggest pressure and how do you go and get um, stock? And my old senior partner who said to me, stock is king, Martin. Those who have more houses for sale will make more money um, as long as they're motivated <laughs> vendors, etc. So, um, and price Simple business economics there. Simple business. I'm a very simple man. Um, but I thought it was very I thought it was fascinating. A really good article on which areas have really been selling well, where buyers want to be, what they're looking for. Really good. Really good. So, so on the stock issue then, so there's been some kind of interesting uh, comments um, on social. So some people are in the Boxing Day, uh, New Year's Day launch camp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And others are no way. It's been a hell of a year and we are shutting just before Christmas and we are reopening at the beginning of January. And we ain't doing any Boxing Day launches and stop winding everybody up. Everyone needs a break. So which camp are you in? OK, so let, so Boxing Day launch came from one of the portals a few years ago. Yeah. Um, certainly last year, their message had changed to say that it was the early part of the new year where um, activity started to surge. Um, the cynic in me would perhaps say that they have to come up with something new every year to talk about. Um, but um, why would you launch properties on Boxing Day if you, unless you've got a load of colleagues there ready to take the inquiries, would be my first thing I would say. Um, but the bigger picture, which is what you're talking about, is I think we've worked blooming hard as an industry mm -hmm. this year. There's mm -hmm. been some serious shifts put in. Um, there hasn't been a lot of downtime. Um, I have been speaking to a number of agents and a number of big people in the industry over the last week who have all turned and I am ready for Christmas. Um, yeah. I am done. I need a break. Um, and we've got to be slightly careful of burnout. I think it's time that we just had a break, let our colleagues have a break. It's challenging times. The uncertainty around COVID throughout the whole of the last two years Um is wearing it's emotionally draining isn't it it's hard work just not knowing quite what's going on or you settled back into being able to see friends and family and then on a sixpence it spins mm. um the world is difficult you know people have been challenging consumers have been challenging um buyers and sellers have found it very stressy there's been extra pressures on yeah. um um bottlenecks in pipelines as we've hit stamp duty um issues for me um Certainly for our team, we've given an extra couple of days off. Yeah. Um, we've made sure that people just have a bit of time with their family. Um, we've skeleton staff where required. We've worked from home where required and where sensible to do so. Um, ready for next year for us to go again and, um, and hit it hard. We've done a lot of planning. Yeah. We've done a lot of ideas that we got ready to launch in the new year. Some really exciting stuff. But I need everybody to be on fully charged. Um, yeah before we get there so for me Absolutely. i wouldn't be doing a boxing day launch um although i know a number of agents that are and we'll see won't yeah. we yeah i think it's just interesting isn't it it's just it's it the lack of stock is making you kind of think but actually just using the things you've done for the last few years isn't differentiating is it it's not yeah. it's not saying actually this is how you've got so much in that database this is what i think but actually you need a break on on boxing day so we're doing new year's day launches um and because i'm having my booster on new year's eve so i don't think i'll be doing anything yeah, else rubbish, anyway. in bed in my pajamas but um i just think that yeah we need to recharge but actually we just need to think that we've been so busy that our databases have just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger 
Uh, and we haven't had a chance necessarily to sit and pick up the phone, do a little video follow up to those. And actually, there's so much gold, I think, as Stephen Brown says, in your database. And if we've been selling houses like you've been talking about, you know, the 83 percent in the southwest have gone under offer um, where and that's a huge amount, whereas it was kind of like less than 20 percent in 2012, um, then you've got 14, 15 disappointed buyers who might be in rented, who might need some mortgage advice, who might be cash, who might, who might have a rental property. So there's there's lots of things that you can get out of that one, one applicant kind of, do you yes. know what I mean? It's just, it's just about sitting down and thinking instead of going, are you cash? Uh, you know, if you've got nothing to sell, yeah, you can view, off you go. It's just, it's just thinking a little bit more. Now we've got a bit of a pause over Christmas, obviously. So I want to ask, I want to do a quick quiz with you now. I want to do a quiz with you. So it's a and I we always do this at this time of year. And this is what I refer to as Martin um, Martin's breast. Are you a breast or a leg man? Which absolutely filled you with horror when I asked you last year. Which of course I was talking about turkey. I don't know what you thought I was thinking. Anyway, so Christmas this or that. You don't know this because I love dropping these in you and you're just going. Oh no, I can show you cringing away. So Christmas this or that. It's not too bad. Don't worry. Christmas movies. Or Christmas music? Christmas movies, every day of the week. Love oh, Actually. Oh, yeah. What about Kirsty McCall? Yeah, no, Love Actually, Holiday. It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. Movies. Pajamas or dressing up? Oh. That's Christmas Day. That's just not like generally in your like evening or whatever. That's Christmas, oh, Christmas Day. Day. Yeah. Dressing up. Cool. Handmade gift or bought gift? Handmade gift, please. What handmade oh. gifts have you done? Well, no, I don't, but <laughs> I, like, I like gifts that have got a little bit of thought about them. So, yes, handmade gifts. Talking of handmade gifts, I had a Christmas card come through. Handmade Christmas card. Oh. I opened it up. A Yorkshire pudding dropped out the bottom of it. Oh, who is it from? Aunt Bessie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm swiftly moving on. Uh, real tree or fake tree? Oh, real tree. Definitely real. Always. Although oh, I've been to some houses and they've got the most amazingly dressed <clears throat> fake trees that do look so, so real. But very yes, I think I think you've got to be green, haven't you? You know, you've got to be yeah. sort of, you know, socially aware of socially conscious. carbon footprint. Yeah. <laughs> um, white lights or colourful lights? Oh, White lights. White. Although I do like a bit of dirty coloured lights, but white lights, white lights. <laughs> um, candles or fairy lights? Oh, candles. Candles, yeah, yes. Yeah. But not to burn the tree down, obviously. No, careful though. People should be careful. Chocolate, hot chocolate or mulled wine? Mm, mulled wine oh, every day. Hot chocolate. Oh, I could drink mulled wine. I don't hot know. Hot chocolate with a little bit of brandy in it. Beautiful. Or oh, Quantro. Mm. Oh. Um, and this would be a good one for you, Martin. Christmas tart or gingerbread? Um, gingerbread. Gingerbread. <laughs> I'm with you with the gingerbread man. I like that. That's good. There you go. do, you, I, do you like that? I, I, I do. Yeah, really thank you very much. Found. Thank you, Gifted. So this is, <laughs> I want to get my own back one day. Uh, this is our 52nd <laughs> show. That means that we've been doing it because we had, we had a couple of weeks off. We've been doing it yeah. just over a year. 52nd show. Mm. It's the end of season one for House of Property, ready for season two. Crikey, they're long seasons. Mm. Season two as we go into 2022. And I'm excited by some of the changes, some of the 
ideas that we've got, some of the things that are coming our way um, from a house of property point of view. Um, but I want to know what is your favourite, what has been your favourite part of um, the last year for house of property? Oh my God, that's, why didn't we go through this beforehand? I because that would be so much fun. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I really enjoyed actually last week's episode where we were actually in the same room together and we were really fired up because we'd been to the, that conference and yeah. it had been a really, really good conference. So I really, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Um, what else? Uh, what, what's your favourite? I'm saying that's, this is how, that's a very good question, Martin. What do yes. you think your favourite you, Very good, well done. You've done, um, you've picked the nice one. You? We, we were together, the only one we were together. That was very lovely of you. Um, I was going to say that it's been brilliant. Um, Certainly at the start of the year when we were going coming out of lockdown and going into lockdowns and um, we were properly having to live day by day about what was going on with COVID and the market was changing, stamp duty was being shut, deadlines were being shoved back. We were, we talk about the fact that we are a report from the coalface, that we are doing the job ourselves, that we feel the pain of our listeners um, and in those weeks, we were really week by week yeah. having to live and breathe and talk about it. Um, and the interaction that we got from our listeners up from that, being able to talk to other people about it um, and just live through those difficult and challenging and changing times so really well was what I really enjoyed. Really, really enjoyed. I mean, yeah. we've done some great book reviews. We've the dad jokes have been brilliant. Um, <laughs> You're but, so modest. But, the, uh, but it was actually just that interaction when things were changing, the landscape was changing very quickly that I thoroughly so I've, enjoyed. Now I've had a chance to obviously reflect while you've been talking. I would have said the two for me is the one where we talked about what you should do about opening up your business and, and being COVID safe doing viewings. That And that was a really hugely watched episode. And then the other one, which I think has been the, the biggest one was either was it episode 47 or 48 where we went through planning yeah and we talked about planning and what you should do and you know who's your your biggest person you want to keep on on, on the journey you know and we reflected on things that we said we were going to do did we do them what are we going to do and also our stop start continue and that we touch on most weeks don't we we do we do yeah. dish and stop start continue yeah. Um, yeah. have been really really important Cool. Wow. It's Christmas next week. What more can I say? Grifter, it's been an honour and a privilege to be working alongside you on HOP for the last 12 months. Um, I can't wait for 2022. Um, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas with your family. I hope the children have a wonderful time and um, I will see you in the new year. Yeah. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. And we'll see you all in 2022.